Welcome back to the Tribal Brand Podcast. I am Winton. I hope everybody out there in podcast land is doing fantastico. I'm doing okay. Haven't been great. It's been one of them crazy ass weeks, right? Lots of ups and downs, man. We had one great thing happen for me and my family. We added another grandchild to the family. Yeah, little Casey was born on Thursday, right? Little baby girl. Pretty awesome, man. When my wife and I got married, we had two grandchildren. Now we have number nine. My, 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 how the years go by. Makes you feel a little bit older, you know what I mean? Then she mentions, well, you know, one day we're going to be great-grandparents. I'm like, fuck. Don't even say it, bro. Don't even say that shit. And then we had a big, big, big loss in the sports world. We lost Kobe Bryant and his little girl. And then... Seven other fucking people. All in one shot. It's the shit like that that makes me think about my own mortality and how I'm living my life in this world right now. I mean, if there is an afterlife or if there is a next life that we get blessed with, shouldn't I be taking care of what's going on now? Shouldn't I be preparing myself now for the next life? Because who really knows, right? I mean, I go to church. I try to figure it out, what's right and what's wrong and what makes any sense to me. I'm trying to make sense of all that fucking madness, okay? So I do go to church. I'm not, you know, going every Sunday, but I go when I get there, when I can, seeking the truth, seeking some word. And then we find out six months ago that our pastor has a brain tumor. So he's dying. And I just read on a blog the other day that He might have three months left, maybe. But now he's in the hospital, he's in hospice. They got him on fucking drugs and shit so he can be out of pain. But that was my go-to guy if I had questions about shit. And now he's gonna be dead in a couple months. I mean, how do you make sense of it all, man? We, We welcome a little baby girl and then people are dying. And that's what happens. That's what's always happened. First time I ever experienced true death in my life, I was about 15 years old and my adopted grandmother was dying of cancer. And I went to see her and it didn't make a lot of sense. It didn't make any sense to me because when you're that age, might have been 14, when you're that age, at least when I was that age, I didn't think about death, man. I, I'm going to fucking live forever, right? I'm Superman. I'm going to be Superman. That was when I first started getting into my drugs and alcohol and shit. I'm like, man, this shit is awesome. It's all good, homeboy. And this whole Kobe Bryant thing is a tragic thing, man. You don't realize how much somebody like that affects people around the fucking world. Not just in L.A., but the world. I never liked the dude when he was playing basketball because he was a fucking Laker. I'm a supersonic, so... Figure it out. Couldn't stand the dude. You know? But then after he retired, and, you know, even when he was playing, when he was a turd the last couple of years of his career, he, uh, you know, he has some redemption there. Then you start seeing, well, actually the motherfucker is human. Right? He's not fucking superhuman. He's human. So we all get old and we age. And he was doing some great things for him and his family and the world. And uh, 
it's just heartbreaking. He lost his daughter at the same time. And I think that, in my thinking, to try to make sense of it, the creator, you know, the maker of everything, must have decided to take them both at the same time. Because in my thinking, how could his little girl live without him? They were like two peas in a pod, right? They were like inseparable. So that's tragic. And then all the other lives that were lost too is just as tragic, but it won't affect the world like Kobe and his daughter. So, man, making sense of that. You can't make any sense out of it. It's just... You have to try and learn how to accept that shit. Man. I mean, we all have to go places, right? We have to go to work. We do this. We do that. We get out. There's times that some of us go to work and we don't ever come home. That's the tragic thing. How do you, how does somebody cope with that? I couldn't even imagine my wife going off to work one day and not ever coming home. That would fucking kill me. And I imagine if that happened to me, she would be absolutely fucking torn. So what do we do about it in this life? We don't worry about it. We can't sit around and think, fuck, man, today could be the day. I might fucking go to work and never come home. You can't think about it like that. But the reality is, it is what it fucking is. So we have to be diligent, I should say, you know? crazy times we're living in right now so all we can do is be the better you i can be the better me and live my life now a better human being and give a shit because there was times when i i wouldn't have given a fuck right i wouldn't fuck that i don't give a shit why would i give a shit but now that i'm older and realize man not everything's just about Batman. i mean just the other day somebody was hit and killed by the train over here in sumner couple weeks ago man my daughter's going to work and the train ain't going anywhere and she's wondering why the hell this is what's going on i need to get to work well apparently somebody was crossing the track so they could get on the train and they were fucking killed now that person they were just going off to work school or wherever they were going and never made it home so now i find it very very important for me to tell the people that i care about hey have a great fucking day man Okay, see you later. I tell my wife I love her fucking a thousand times a day. You know? And I don't make fucking a big deal out of the little shit. Right? If it's not a big deal, fuck it, man. It's not a big fucking deal. Because as humans, we take out the, the dumb shit out on our our loved ones, right? The The ones we love most. We treat them a little bit shittier than everybody else. And that's just the way it is, I think. That's the way it is in human nature, man. We have to have somebody to fucking bitch at. So what do we do? We bitch at our fucking spouses. A lot of times we'll take our bad days out on the ones we love. Our wives. Kick the cat. Kick the dog. Whatever. Kick the car. We just do that. That's what we do. But this is my vow to my wife and my the people I care about. I'm not going to do that shit anymore. I'm going to think about shit before I say it. I'm not going to just fucking pop off and say mean shit. I'm going to think about what I'm saying. Anybody out there in the world that I may have hurt their feelings because I'm a dick, I'm going to apologize right now. Okay? Sorry about that. 
this isn't something that just came up because of the death of an athlete or a death of a pastor or a birth of a child. It's just something that I've been thinking about for a long time and this only solidifies it in my thinking. I need to be a better person, man. I need to stop being a dick sometimes. Because, you know, I am a fucking asshole sometimes. Anyway, I'm going to get off that a little bit and I hope Kobe Bryant and his daughter are resting in peace and I, I believe that his family will recover. It's going to take a lot of time. A lot of time. You know, to see those athletes up there crying. Shaquille O'Neal was weeping. You know, and he has regrets. Him and Kobe, they didn't get along good. So he has regrets, you know. And that's sad, man. So, man, life's too short to have fucking animosity and resentments and shit like that. Take my ex-boss, for instance, right? That shit was eating me up. That shit was bothering me. So you know what I did? I emailed him a long fucking email letter so I could let the shit go. And after I did that, I feel fantastic. And after I sent it, I'm downstairs fixing some coffee, feeling good about what I did. He had called my phone. I didn't answer it, of course, because I didn't hear it fucking ringing. But what do you, you know, would I have answered it? I don't know. Pretty fucking mad. But now I'm better. I told him that he was, you know, what he did was wrong. I told him that people aren't laughing with him. You know, you know the old saying. People aren't laughing with you, man. They're laughing at you. Well, I told him that. I didn't call him any names or anything. I did say that he can't make up his own fucking mind. And that one day he'll be standing alone. Right? And I told him that he owes me thousands of dollars in fuel that I spent. You know? Shit like that. He took my fucking vacation pay. Like 50 hours he took because he so-called quote-unquote fired me. Right? I told him it was wrong that he fired me for no cause. I let him have it. I let him have it good. And he was probably a little bit irritated and pissed off that he got that letter from Pat Man. Well, I hope he stewed in it for a little bit, and I wish he would call me today. Because what I did is I set up a recording app on my phone. So if he does call me, I can record it, and hopefully he says something that will incriminate him. Right? Yeah. That's a little bit devious, but whatever, dude fucker owes me anyway i feel a lot better for it i feel I, you know i feel a little bit better man took a little bit of weight off my shoulders like fuck you jerk off needless to say i now have more trust issues right i'm gonna start with a new company on monday i'm pretty fucking excited and stoked about it but still i don't trust them i don't trust anybody thanks a lot gal thanks fucker or has this been an ongoing thing my whole life I don't trust anybody, but now it's even worse than it ever was. Right? Fuck. So I'm going to go in there with my eyes wide open and don't try to blow any fucking sugar fucking powder up my ass, okay, fuckers? I don't trust none of yous, okay? Anyway, enough of that bullshit. So now what we have is a fucking mockery of our entire political system for the United States of America, right? I mean, it's a fucking joke. How many times have we uh, impeached a president? Several times. And every single fucking time we've had witnesses. We even had witnesses when we impeached Bill Clinton for banging what's-her-name, right? There was witnesses, man. And now there's no witnesses. 
and they're all standing up there. The fucking Republicans are standing up there saying, oh, no, we've seen enough. Oh, no, we didn't get the opportunity to have our witnesses. Bullshit. You had every opportunity when fucking Congress was in session, when they had all them motherfuckers sitting there swearing under oath what was going on. It's a fucking joke, people. It's a fucking joke. And now what we have is a fat fuck in the office, right? Showing pictures of himself out on the golf course, fucking all fat and everything, saying, out getting a little bit of exercise. Yep, after the fucking trials, I'm getting some exercise. What is that, riding a fucking golf cart from one ball to the next ball? Hitting it and getting back in your fucking cart? Big fat fucking Buddha motherfucker. Ugh. As you can tell, Patman's a little bit fucking irritated about the whole thing. It's a joke, man. It's an absolute joke. Oh, my God. So now we're going to have to listen to him for the next 10 months and hopefully pray to God he doesn't get reelected. If he gets reelected, I'm pretty sure we're going to have some kind of civil war. Pretty sure we will. See, Trump's biggest thing is he wants to be like Putin. See, Putin over there in Russia, he's made his own fucking laws and shit. He passed laws so he can be in there forever. That's exactly what Trump would want to fucking do. And did you also see where fucking Fat Boy was saying how his daughter, fucking Ivanka, has created 15 million jobs? Now that's pretty fucking exciting, ain't it? 15 million jobs? She's responsible for getting that many jobs for people? Oh my God. Why doesn't she run for president? Why doesn't she become the president? Her and her fucking lactose intolerant fucking husband. What's his name? What's his fucking name? Kirshner? Kirshner. Yeah. That's another fucking joke. He's on CNN or something saying, Oh yeah, man. Fucking pre- the impeachment trial is going our way. It's going fantastic. Oh yeah. There ain't no problems there. We're going to be vindicated. Who the fuck is this guy? Where the fuck did he come from? What rock did he crawl out from under to be married into the fucking scrump family? It's blowing me away, man. I just don't get it. I'm not going to get it. I won't get it. And come on, people, we need to get him out of office. And I hope that all them Republicans that voted for no fucking witnesses find their end days, too, in November. Because there's a few of them that'll be up for fucking re-election, and a few of them won't make it. It's not that I'm sitting here saying that, you know, he should be kicked out of office or whatever, but we should hear fucking witnesses. I want to hear what's really going on. It's all hearsay right now. Until they get up and they swear under oath what the hell's going on, we're all in the dark. And that's what they want. They want us to all be in the dark saying, do, 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 oh yeah, president, he's all good. Those guys are fucking crazy, man, because he's got all that power over him. You can't really blame it on on Trump, right? Because, hey man, if you're in politics and they give you all that power, you're going to say, yeah, give me the power. Give me the power. And that's exactly what they've done. Be careful, my friends. We're in some fucking crazy times coming. Crazy, crazier times. And how about this coronavirus that's coming out of China, coming out of Asia? It's killing motherfuckers over there. It's killing people here too pretty soon, right? I don't know what the big deal is. I've had coronavirus my whole life. Isn't corona a beer, man? Isn't it an alcohol? Oh, I shouldn't be making jokes. It's not that funny, Pat, man. You shouldn't be joking about shit like that. The crazy thing about that shit is... It's already here now, right? It's already here. The only thing they can do now is try and slow it down a little bit. 
well, we better not let anybody come over here from Asia. We better not let anybody go from here over to Asia. We better isolate everybody. Quarantine them motherfuckers. Well, it's a little bit late for that. It's already out there. Just pray to God you don't get it. So I don't even really want to go outside or go to the stores and shit, right? So when I go to the stores, I'll be washing my hands. Now I got a new job coming up. People are going to want to fucking shake Batman's hand. What am I going to do? I don't want to shake their fucking hand. I don't know if they've been around anybody that's got the coronavirus. I don't want the coronavirus. Although I'm pretty sure my immune system is still strong enough to beat that shit. I don't want that shit, right? Because if I catch it, anybody in the house is going to catch it. It's just a whole mess. So in my opinion, I'm going to go to the store, get my shit, come back home. Go to work, come back home. Ain't going to be out in no fucking movie theaters. I'm not going to be around anywhere. Anybody's all fucking isolated in one big room. Screw that. Another thing I want to know is where the fuck is Rudy Giuliani's neck, right? Y'all remember that story I told you last week about the owl and how the everything maker shoved his head down so his neck fucking disappeared? Well, that's what he fucking looks like, right? Next time you see Giuliani on television sitting there with no neck, I'm going to call him No-Neck no Giuliani. Yeah, that's what he is, No-Neck Giuliani. Whenever you see him on TV, have a look at that. He ain't got no fucking neck. All he's got is a big old fucking bulbous skin. That guy there, he's about as corrupt as they come. Remember back in the day when he was fighting the mafia? Sending them off to prison for extortion and racketeering and corruption and all that shit? And now he's in the same boat with Trump with corruption and extortion and fucking uh, racketeering and shit. It just doesn't make any sense to me, man. No Ned Giuliani needs to go get himself some wisdom, okay? Go get yourself some fucking wisdom and realize that you're just a big fat turd in Trump's toilet, okay? All you motherfuckers out there who don't want the real fucking truth to come out because you're scared, because Trump has got you under his fucking toenail and telling you that, well, if you fuck me over, I'm going to fuck you over. Man, if there's any karma in this world, if karma is real, you guys are going to get fucked in the end anyway. Trust me on that. That there's just a little Patmanism for you. And now we're going to come to the fucking Super Bowl. All right. Oops, I said it again. So I'm just going to call it the Appropriation Bowl, all right? So anybody out there who doesn't know what appropriation means, I'm going to tell you. It's the action of taking something of one's own use, typically without the owner's permission. Hmm. Could that be those motherfuckers, those big fat fucking white people out there wearing headdresses and beating on an imaginary drum or swinging an imaginary tomahawk? Enchanting a Hollywood war song, war hoop, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. A war chant, right? Come on, man. It's, it's... I saw some dude on the NFL Network the other day. Standing behind the guys who were giving interviews. Doing that shit. It's pathetic and fucking disgusting in my mind. You know, actually, this is the first time in my life that I can remember not even rooting for anybody in the Super Bowl. I can't really root for the 49ers because look what happened in the 49ers, right? Do you remember that? Do you remember your, your uh, history classes where 
1849 is when the, uh, you know, the gold rush was going on. What about the American Indian people there? Hmm? What about those people? It was estimated there was like 4,000 children that were pushed into slavery. Okay? 90% of all the Indians were fucking killed by disease and, and war and whatever for gold. The gold rush was started by some dude from Switzerland with the last name Sutter or Suter. However you, I mean, it's spelled S-U-T-T-E-R. Read about that fucking knucklehead, right? He was in debt over there in Switzerland. He didn't want to do his time for all his debt. See, back in those days, if you had debt, you could go to prison. Do your time and be done. But he didn't want to do that. So what he did is he left his whole family back there and came to the United States of America. Somehow finagled 50,000 acres out of the government and then found gold. And what happens when they find gold? Well, you know what happens. Lives and populations are changed forever. Anyway, Patman had himself a pretty good rant today. Pretty happy that we have a new grandchild in the family. Bummed out about a lot of other things. I hope everybody has a great first week of February 2020 and everything like that. I am you, Winton. Peace. <laughs>